Welcome to Mission Connect, a podcast brought to you by Passion to Reach Ministries, designed to equip you to connect with God's mission for your life. I'm Emily James, your host, and here with co-host, Passion to Reach's founder and director, Fanu Ipe. How are you, Pastor Fanu? I'm doing great, Emily, and excited for another Mission Connect podcast. And this is one of those ones where we have a guest on our show today. Yes, we do. Actually, he is just back from a missions trip that he went on. So we're going to be talking with him today a little bit about that. We're also going to be talking to him. Uh, He's a business owner. He's in the real estate business. And so we're going to be talking about all of those things. But this is a reminder to all our listeners that the purpose of this podcast is to connect you with the mission of God for your life and to help you connect others to their mission. So today we're going to be bringing on Freddie. Welcome to the show, Freddie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Freddie, it's great to have you on the show today. And we're excited about everything that God's been doing in your life and how you're making an impact in the lives of so many other people as well. Mm-hmm. So, Freddie, you are a business owner. You just led a whole group out to Costa Rica, right? Yes. On a missions trip. So, we're going to be talking a bit about that. But why don't you give us a bit of background about who you are and, you know, a bit about your testimony and how you connected to God's mission for your life? Sure. Um, I was born and raised in a, in a Christian home, um, been to church all my life, 24 years, been in church. Um, I was saved and uh, received the Holy Spirit um, when I was uh, 11 years old, uh, but then um, life took a turn, um, started exploring, started uh, wondering and being curious and going through that age of finding out what else is there outside of church. Mm. Um, and I got to a point in life where I was so consumed by um, the distractions of the world. Something that, you know, maybe a lot of teenagers usually face today is, you know, things look, uh, you know, things look promising or, or fulfilling and you start to go after it, and it may be just you want to try it once, but you end up going into a place where um, it consumes your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at that point, and uh, I'll never forget uh, when I was in, in university, and I was just turning I was just turning twenty years old at that point, and um, I I had to stop and take a moment and look around my life, and I said I said what am I doing? Because uh, I was at a point where nothing that I put my hand to was being successful. Um, Failure after failure after failure in everything that I did. And it almost felt like there was no there was no point of me being here. There was no there was no purpose. There was no fruit out of my life. I was just living for the sake of living. Um, And that's it's at that point where um, I really turned to the Lord and I said, I, I I'm tired. I'm tired of living this way, and there's got to be more. And there was always this prompting from the Holy Spirit saying, there is more to your life. There is more to your life, and there is a purpose behind it. And so I remember um, February 16th, um, 2012, I believe it was, 2012, yes, uh, when I turned 20 years old, I sat down right beside my bed. This was in in St. Catharines when I was living uh, living away from home, uh, attending Brock University. I sat down beside my bed and I cried out to the Lord because I, I just I just got to that point where I was so tired of seeing doors being closed one after the other in front of me, and uh, cried out to the Lord. Uh, he, he he broke something off of my life, and I started to live with purpose. 
Um, and that's really where, uh, you know, things took a turn and uh, started being more intentional in my, in my walk with the Lord. Yeah. So that, you know, let's talk a bit about that transition of going, okay, so, you know, you went through this process of, of trying to almost like create your own mission. You know, this is what I feel needs to happen. I'm in school, so I've got to, you know, be in school. This is, I got to get a career, things like that. But you weren't connecting to God's mission for your life. So then there was this, this, um, emptiness, I guess that you felt. Is that right? That's right. Um, so the natural course of life, you know, everybody tells you, okay, so you, you graduate out of high school, you know, get good grades, you go into university, you get you, you go into university, you graduate that, you get a good job, you get a good job. And it's a, the natural progression of life, right? It, it's always you're running after one or the other. There's always this, it's, it's, it's the rat, rat race of life, really. Um, and so I, right after university, you know, I, I knew I needed to get into business. Um, initially, I didn't know where, what, what I needed to do, but I got an opportunity to get into the real estate business and I really enjoyed it. Um, and um, I dove right in right after school. In fact, right before I even finished school, I got into it and got really busy with it. And that's really where I had my turning point. Um, I, you know, the real estate industry, the business in itself is so, it's so competitive that you're always running after okay i need to hit this level of award then after that i gotta hit the next one i gotta hit the next one it's such a competitive sales environment that you get so caught up and it's all flashy people usually drive nice cars and people have multiple homes and things like that and it's so easy to get so caught up in that and given my age um i, I wanted to establish myself and i want to show everyone else hey look you know I, i'm driving this or, or i have that and my this is how much money i'm making and all of this and and i'll never forget 2015 2015 beginning of 2015 i started off with a goal and i said listen i need to hit a certain level uh in my business and I ran after it I replaced my relationship with the Lord for this um, worked hours and hours and hours and 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 re literally replaced everything family yeah. friends the relation my relationship with the Lord everything was replaced to do purely work and to get to this point mm. and I thought if I can just hit this one number that I would be satisfied and so fast forward to later in that year where I was actually able to hit that number um, early on in the year, maybe just, just past the halfway mark. And I decided to go on this nice vacation, you know, to, to reward myself. And, and so I went, I went on this cruise uh, somewhere out in the Caribbean and, and I was there lying on my bed and, and I'll, never, I'll never forget this moment as long as I live. And it was this feeling of emptiness. Mm. Having being, I, I was I was twenty three years old at that point, and I had the money, and I knew I was doing really well compared to my peeps, compared to people my age. I was doing well for myself, but then, but then I wondered. I had this feeling of, okay, this doesn't feel like what I thought it would. Once I had it. There was this emptiness. There was this. There was this void. There was this uneasiness. There was this. There was this feeling of there's got to be something more. And that at that point is when the Lord spoke to me and said, "Freddie, 
It's great that you have your business. It's great that you have, that you're doing well in it, but there is more to your life than your business. Mm -hmm. That there is a purpose beyond that. And he started to talk to me about, you know, the blueprint of your life and, and how he's already designed it. And you're designed for so much more than just working. And you, you were designed for so much more than running after the things of life. So, so my natural progression now was, okay, I need to get that first car and I need to get that house and I need to get married. And, it, and, it, and, and the Lord asked me, I had this thought really, I said, you know, do you want to be 65, 70 years old, look back and think, you know, I've made all this money and I may be a successful realtor, but is that what God really wanted for my life? And those questions started to go through my head. And that is when I knew I had to do more and I had to really connect with the purpose of God in my life. You know, I think you said something really powerful there, Freddie, because, you know, we talk in this podcast about connecting with God's mission for your life. And a lot of times I think people use, um, you know, God's mission interchangeably with success, mm -hmm. meaning that, of, of course, God yeah. wants me to succeed. God wants me to prosper. That has to be the, you know, the natural progression of things in life if you're following God, right? So people look at someone that's not doing so well, say, oh, they're probably not serving God. They probably don't have enough faith. They don't probably believe enough, right? So you're saying, no, you could have faith. You could believe. You could be so you could work hard, you could be successful, and yet not fulfill God's mission for your life. And that there is right. actually a distinction between just being successful for the sake of being successful and, and actually fulfilling the mission of yes. God for your life. And, and also, I suppose that uh, in fulfilling God's mission, you may not always make top dollar or that you make top dollar but you don't retain as much as others because you're giving it away you're actually utilizing that to do something so just help help us you know uh, understand that you know here's a young person listening to this podcast right now a 20 year old like where you are at and, and you're 24 now and you've been through the last few years of success and making money and you've come to this realization what will you say to them to say to that person at 20 who's who's dreaming about all these things you're talking about hitting the numbers hitting the goals all that what would you say to them in helping them understand the distinction? We're not saying it's not good to be successful. In fact, I believe God wants us to be successful. But we're saying there is a difference. And, and here's how you distinguish uh, just purely uh, you know, materialistic pursuit of success and wealth uh, as opposed to pursuing God's mission and succeeding in the process of following God's mission for your life. Um, very good question. I think... Like you said, people usually make that the mistake of saying, okay, you know what, if I'm successful, you know, I'm sure this is what God wants for my life and this should be the end all. This is, this is it. Um, but let me speak personally. I had, that, I had that thought, right? You know, if I'm successful, God has placed me in this business and if I'm successful, I'm in this role. I'm no. For me, it came to a point where even in the success I wasn't satisfied. And I believe that every person, especially if you're a young person right now, God has you need to understand that God has placed something inside of you that is that is greater, that is greater than your your career, that it is greater than whatever you're 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 used to doing. For example, if you're just, you know, if you're ushering a church or, or whatever ministry you may be involved in, you need to understand that there is a greater purpose for you. And until you start to follow that, you will always feel this void, this unsatisfaction. 
And let me tell you, and it's hard, and it's very hard to understand because when I was 20 years old, if someone told me this, I, I would probably brush it off and I would say, that doesn't make sense. You give me a quarter million dollars. I would be so happy. I remember. I remember actually, in fact, when I was, I think, 18 or 19 years old, my pastor, who used to be uh, a vice president of a massive organization here in Canada, and he used to say, you know, I used to make a quarter million dollars a year and, and I was never happy. And I remember standing at the altar and th- I laughed inside because I said, that's got to be crazy. There is no way that you can make that kind of money and feel unsatisfied. But, but it did happen. It did happen. And if you're a young person and you're going through that transition, you know, you're getting into your career, you're, you're getting into, you know, whatever it may be that, that, that's, that's in front of you right now, I need you to understand this. It's great. Yes, it's great to be want to be successful, want to follow that. It's excellent. But but seek the Lord in finding out where is it that he wants you to be in terms of fulfilling the purpose over your life. Uh, because I can almost guarantee you there's more to it. There is more to your 9 to 5 job. There is more to all the success that you can potentially gain. Uh, there is more to it. And there's a reason. Uh, you know, something that I always, the Lord always tells me is, Freddie, if you woke up in the morning, guess what? There's purpose left inside of you. There is something more left for you to do. And, and that's been my driver. You know, I think listening to you, one of the things that's obvious is that, you know, success is actually a, a tool that God gives you. So it, it's almost like, uh, you know, when you talk about not being fulfilled and not finding purpose, it's like, imagine if you buy tools. Now, you know, I, I don't really want to confess this to everyone listening, but it's the truth. I, I'm not much of a handy person, to be honest <laughs> with you. My wife will, uh, you know, agree with that. that. <laughs> but but I, when I go to Home Depot, I, I try to fill this void in my life in that whole area. So I buy stuff. I buy tools. I buy boxes. Mm. I buy all this stuff. And what I do is I put it at home because it makes me feel good because I'm like, oh, look at, look at all the stuff I have. But the truth is... I. I really don't know how to use them and I right. usually would rather hire somebody to do the work than do it myself, right? And so that's sometimes how success is. We have all these things we've 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 gained, we've accomplished, and we're displaying it there. But now it's like you're looking and you know this is the funny part about it. So guess what happens? Every time I end up looking at it, I feel even worse about myself because I'm like, look, I have all these tools, but the reality is I really don't know how to use it. And that's what happens to people who become very successful because they have all of this and think, wait a minute, but but I don't feel anything inside of me. I'm not able to utilize this for anything mm-hmm. bigger than just me. And, and how much can I really use? How much can I really, you know, spend? How much... You know, can I really do with what I have? And so I think uh, probably what you're talking about, Freddie, is what I'm getting out of this is that there is a purpose to the success. And if you haven't identified the God-given purpose to the success you have, then there is no fulfillment. You have the tools. You could be fulfilled, but you just haven't discovered how you can use those tools to find the purpose and the fulfillment that God has uh, has for you. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't always, we always uh, feel that, uh, the purpose that God has is somewhere in ministry or mm-hmm. but you can see that God's given you you're still a successful business person you're still in the real estate business it's not as though all of a sudden you decided that you needed to leave that you're still you know that's a part of who you are and but you're using that to now uh, also live out the purpose so why don't you bring us through that transition of going okay so I I was successful I had these things but I didn't feel like I had purpose 
now I, I have purpose in what I'm doing and this is how it has been carried out in my life. This is how I live it out. This is how I help others see that in their life. Um, awesome, awesome point here and question. Um, something that uh, has been spoken over my life once I got into business was that God was going to use uh, my business or, or, or the fund the funds that I got from my business to impact ministries. Yeah. And uh, uh, beginning of this year, in fact, you know, when I was praying and I was asking God, I said, you know, I was just wrestling with him. I said, what do I do? You know, is it just, you know, is it just a business? Do I do something else or start a ministry? Da, da, da. Uh, two things that I was really that that God really spoke to me about, and it was this. And He said, first, He said, your your business is also your ministry. Um, in specifics, you know, I get the incredible opportunity to go into many homes, right? And 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 deal with people uh, and build relationship with people rather uh, through one of the most stressful situations of their life, you know, buying and selling their home. And you end up building excellent quality relationship with them. Mm. Um, and the Lord started speaking to me and said, you know, if you're intentional about it, if you connect with me in a way that you say, Lord, I don't want to just have a transaction with these people, but rather I would want to uh, sh- spend time with them in the sense Share the gospel, maybe, maybe pray with them, maybe find out where and how I can bring God into my everyday business. Mm. Um, and so that was one way, mm. talking about using your success as a vehicle for for God to fulfill His purpose through your life. Um, and the and the other side of it was the fund. You know, I have an incredible opportunity to be successful in the in this business. And now, what do I do with the finances God blesses me with? How do I how do I use it? How do I um, you know allocate it in a way that in a way where I am impacting uh, the kingdom of God? Um, and so, I think that's the uh, that's the best way I can explain it. You know, I love what you said, how you said, um, help me to not just see this as a transaction. So business is business. You know, you need to buy, sell houses. But in the midst of that, you're able to make that connection with people. And, you know, uh, uh, again, it comes down to we're hearing a lot of common themes and just this area of relationship. And once you're open to someone's, you open your life, they open theirs. There's this ability that... God's going to use you to connect uh, to them and being able to do that and then being able to also also practically meet things. So so give us, we, we talked about you being on a missions trip recently. So was this a part of discovering God's mission for your life and this area of business and real estate and, and what you were doing there? Absolutely. Um this this goes back to me saying you know there was there's really two things uh, God wanted to do through my business. A was like I just mentioned the relationship part of it, the actual day to day part of it, but the other was the finances that I'm blessed with from this trip. Um, you know something that I have noticed about myself is uh, God has definitely given me um, a spirit of generosity. Um, and really compassion. Um, I remember growing up that um, 
uh, I would if I had if I had some money on me, I would make and I saw someone that didn't have food. It was just instinct for me to make sure just tell them, hey, listen, I can I can I can buy you lunch. Um, and I've always had that. Um, and when I started working, when I started being in business, um, I definitely knew that I wanted to give back. I wanted to do something more uh, than than just get. I wanted to impact uh, a community in a certain way. So, you know, when I was in when I was in business school, there's there was a common theme that I learned from uh, when we did case studies about companies where they would always connect their business with the social costs, right? And 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 I thought, and this is when I was in school and I was getting into real estate, and I said, man, it would be awesome to to sell real estate, but also to build homes, right? And I believe that was a God thing uh, that was put in my heart to do more than than you know just just my business. And so that is how all of it came about in terms of going to Costa Rica. We connected uh, with the ministry over there who, who build uh, that build builds homes for 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 the homeless, um, and and they also have the opportunity to. To share the love of Christ, um, because the people that they select to build those homes for are not necessarily Christians, and we also had the opportunity to be in that in that setting in a village or, or in a town where a lot of people would come and look at what's going on when we build the home, and that gave us an incredible opportunity to share Christ as well. So that's incredible. So you decide that you want to, you know, you want to build homes because you just want to sell homes and make money from that. But you also want to use those finances to actually build somebody's home as well. So now you're connecting with God's mission for your life. So obviously, uh, tell us a little bit about how you, two things. Number one, Freddie, how did you connect with those individuals? Because obviously you're helping that family that you're building the home for connect with their destiny. You know, obviously building a home for a family is going to take them to a new level in what God's going to do for them. But also, I noticed that you said you didn't you didn't really do it on your own. So why didn't you do it on your own? And how did the trip then impact building this home, impact the people that you gathered around you that went on this journey with you? So something that I've noticed is, um, you know, when people don't have their basic needs met, when they're lacking in their basic needs for security, for housing, mm-hmm. uh, usually when you speak to them about the Lord or purpose in their lives, they, it just doesn't register with them. Right. Just because they're in, in such a, a desperate situation that, uh, you know, desperate situation sometimes for food or in this case for shelter and for security, uh, that, that nothing that we say would really matter to them until we met this need for them. Um, and so I believe that in providing this home for them, they're now able to, A, see the love of Christ because, mm-hmm. you know, a team just from Canada came in, built a home for them, didn't expect anything in return. And that is just purely the love of Christ. And, and that has impacted them tremendously. And now they're, you know, th- we were able to also share with them, you know, uh, about Christ and purpose and things like that. And now they're able to at least focus on that and build on their relationship with Christ. Second question, um, the team. You know, something that I shared with the team was, I said, you know, a lot of us, a lot of my team members actually, they were were born and raised in Canada, uh, you know, and we have, and we have a lot here. Even the people that don't have a lot or say they don't have a lot, they're still blessed when you compare uh, to some of the other countries that we can go to. 
you know, I, I use this example and I said, see, to an average Canadian, luxury, if you ask them, you know, what is a luxury, they would say a nice car, a bigger home, that's luxury to them. But you go to the other half of the world and you say, for them, the fact that I can just put my hand out and reach a water bottle is luxury to them because they don't have the basic, the basic means of life. And so I, I think when I, when I was able to share that people were able or going on the trip, people were able to understand that, that A, we are blessed even in the little that we may think we have, that we are blessed and God has blessed us with so much. Uh, but there's also an opportunity mm. and responsibility mm. that we have because of where we are, where God has placed us in life. So it doesn't matter, you know, what, what kind of career you're, you have or what kind of money you're making. We all have an opportunity to impact um, someone around the world that, uh, that, is in, that is in desperate, desperate need. Um, it was awesome to see the team members... Um, realize when they were on on the trip see let me give you a little bit of example we actually um we actually went into a few orphanages as well um and we built a home and it was incredible to see how people were able to realize as they were going through the days um where they fit in in terms of God's purpose for their life. So there were a couple of people who who spent time in the orphanages and they would and they would realize, man, I love spending time with these kids and and I love pouring out into them. And yeah. some people figured out, man, I love the construction side of it of of building a home and and you know being able to uh, being able to provide you know for something for these people, right? So I think people, were able to understand as we went through each day and, and they did different activities that there is more to their lives than their nine to five jobs um, and and God could use them in multiple different ways, uh, you know, in, in situations like this. So, so, so you're saying basically that being on this journey with you, uh, they were able to connect with some of the things that they didn't even realize that God had called them to do and they were able to do. And, and do you feel like this has been uh, an impact on their lives that will continue? Did you hear any feedback from the team from what you could tell? I know you guys just came back, but that, that this could be something, maybe not going to a country or maybe be going to a country as well, but also maybe supporting missions and being a part of uh, something along the lines of, you know, impacting people in the nations of the world. Absolutely. Every single person on that team made this statement pretty much. They said, this has completely changed the way I look at life um, in terms of uh, they have realized that there is more to more to them, more to their more to their day-to-day -day life than just going to work. Uh, they have understood that God has a place for them in terms of fulfilling His purpose for them, um, in terms of either let it be ministering with kids or or providing a physical need. In whichever way it may be, each and every one of them has, I think, it awakened something in them that they thought either they didn't have um, or they didn't have to do or it was something just completely blind to them. But now they have realized that that there is there is something that they can do and god wants them to do um you know in um in, in fulfilling the purpose god has for them yeah you know i think 
just in your story and your testimony and then this transition of seeing uh, uh, this develop in other people it's it, for our listeners out there it's it's these are some keys in terms of of realizing success doesn't always mean you're operating in God's mission for your life, but God can also use that success or areas that you are there every day to um, live out his mission. And when we do that, the impact it has, you haven't just had, you know, a reach to the team, you had this global reach to, you know, now that they may probably, some of them will branch out and do other missions trips. And you're, you know, you're going to lead another one in another year. And, and so it's going, you know, when we can connect to God's mission for our lives, we see an impact that is so far reaching. And how much it it says to to the team, to the people that you ministered to, and then even the people that were a part of that over in Costa Rica. And I think one of the greatest things about you know the team that went with you as well, Freddie, is that they were not just people who were of one specific age. You know, they were people across right. ages. And I think being twenty four and and you leading that team, and you had people on that team that were in their fifties and even older. And so that whole idea of you know, I want to encourage our listeners that it doesn't matter what stage of life yeah. you're in. You know, if you follow and connect with God's mission for your life, you'll be able to impact people from different demographics, different you know. Ethnicities, different age categories to uh, help them identify and discover God's mission for their life as well. So with that being said, we're out of time today. So Freddie, thank you so much yes, for being on you. the show today. Uh, this has been an incredible journey for us to just hear how you connected with God's mission, uh, even in that simple experience of being 20 and uh, uh, you know being in that room there and asking God for direction for your life and to see uh, in just a matter of a few years what God has already mm-hmm. begun to do in your life and your own only 24 you've got so much ahead of you so we're rooting for you we're excited for you praying for you believing for greater things for your life so thank you for being on the podcast thank you appreciate the opportunity so emily i think this was a great example of what we're really trying to accomplish through Mm -hmm. mission connect Uh, identifying uh, people that are just ordinary people figuring out their way in life and finding god's mission for their life and through that being able to such make such a great impact uh, yeah. you know in the lives of others and uh, as we heard today not just uh, you know in our city or in our province or in our nation but even in Worldwide, the nations yeah. of the world and you know I just I love uh, when Freddie was talking about how, the things that he had you know material things but going God there's still this void in my life and now he is seeing the fulfillment and and he's being fulfilled um, and impacting other people because he connected to God's mission and not just what the world thought was success so awesome you know and we have so many different perspectives of people that come on this podcast so pastor Fanu, why don't you just tell them if they're listening for the first time or they want to know how to hear more podcasts how they can do that well, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you for tuning in today. Also, remember to please subscribe on iTunes. That way, every time we have new content out, uh, you will be notified. You can also reach us at passiontoreach.com on our website, and uh, all our podcasts are there as well. And you can also find us on Facebook or uh, Twitter. And you can also email us at info at passiontoreach.com. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.